This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins, where Christian music doesn't suck.
This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. This has been one of the most difficult shows ever for me to put together because Falling Up has been one of my favorites for a really, really long time and they've produced a huge amount of music. They've always had a different kind of vibe and their music has really evolved over the years. It's been called experimental, prog rock, core rock, ambient pop, and indie rock at different points over the past dozen years. But now the music ends. Our opening song, Boon Flyer, comes from Falling Up's self-titled and final album. The band's lead vocalist, Jesse Rebordi, meets with us tonight to talk about their music. Plus, we have some of their classic tunes to enjoy, and of course, music from Falling Up's final album during our last half hour. Listen in. Jesse Rebordi of Falling Up is here for a talk. Man, good to have you on The Antidote, Jesse. Oh, thanks for having me. Well, we were talking a little bit before the interview started. I said, I never thought this day would come. After a dozen years plus, I guess, Falling Up (laughs) is closing up as a band. How tough was it for you guys to make that decision? Um, I I don't think it was as tough as as I thought it was going to be. The band, in a way, felt like it has been over for a while just because we've really only been a studio band, you know, for like the past four or five years. I mean, we had shows here and there, but, you know, no touring and nothing like it used to be. So between just all of that, it really wasn't much of the band how it used to be. And so when we decided to kind of just have this as the last album, I felt like I was ready. And I don't know what the guys felt like because um, we didn't really like talk about it together. And it was more of my decision at the end of the day because... Um, I was working the most on stuff and so we just kind of felt like well however long I felt like keeping this band going um, and so it just kind of came to the point where I was I felt done musically with it and I was ready to just wrap it up but it, it hasn't really sunk in yet as far as albums were done but it's not quite done yet but I think it will start to sink in here in a little bit as far as being over <laughs> <laughs> Well, you spoke about the band being basically a studio band. What are Mm. the negatives with that? Um, You know, I I just think not being able to really play the music live in that setting and share it with people. When we were touring a lot, I was really excited to not be touring because I liked it for like the first year and then it just sort of got old after a while. Mm -hmm. But I still enjoyed playing shows and and I enjoyed sharing music with people I just didn't like the touring aspect of it so it was kind of like I wish that I you know could have my cake and eat it too it was like it was kind of an impossible scenario but uh, when we decided to just sort of lay off touring and just concentrate on recording it was awesome for a while but then you know it's just like the last couple records not really being able to express it in a show setting because it's a lot different there's a dynamic and you can tell parts of the story you can you know show things musically that you didn't do in the recording sessions um, just because when you're playing them live you have to kind of make up certain parts that are different to kind of compensate for the fact that you're not in the studio and this and that so it's like telling a different story live and and so i think that that's what um began to kind of wear on me when it when it came to just having a band and and i wanted to sort of be back in that position of uh, feeling like i was sharing music with people but it, it was unfortunate with falling up because we couldn't really do that as the band anymore you know because it just wasn't going to work with the group and you know 
to, to kind of get back up on our feet with that part of the band would have just been, you know, pretty tough, so... Preparing for this interview, I was thinking, you guys have to be the toughest band to talk about falling up because you've created so much music. <laughs> yeah. You know, really, what, like a dozen albums? Yeah, yeah. But have you ever found that you've had a time where your creativity just dried up? Yeah, yeah, you know, it, well, every record I felt like it was my last, or before I've written it, I've been like, I don't know if I can write a record. I don't know if I have the songs in me. Um, and so I think there was only one time where I really felt like I had an excess of material. And that was around Fang's era because I was just branching out with my writing. Like I was learning different parts of my writing. And so I felt like just this excess was coming. Um, 
there's a certain like soundscape guidelines that I try to stay in with falling up even though a lot of people might think well you guys are pretty like vast when it comes to how different you sounded back in the day to now how you are and um, and I, I agree with that we have evolved but I still feel like there is boundaries with it like you know most of the time there has to be guitars it can't be country it can't be bluegrass it can't be you know too much folk or whatever it it's got to stay within kind of this rock genre um and because of that you know it's sort of hindered creative process of things i always loved minor chords and the idea of bringing those minor chords into songs pretty much every single song that falling up has at least like the majority of the chords are minor and it has that you know darker feel to it um and so i felt like this late in the game i can't just write like these really poppy happy songs because it just doesn't feel right to me so that's kind of where also the creativity felt pretty dry there's only so many sad things that i can write so, you know, I felt, especially with this last album, that at the beginning of it, like, I was out of ideas for our style. I just couldn't think of them. Um, but miraculously, after, like, a couple weeks of just, like, hitting my head against the wall, I, <laughs> for some reason, end up with a bunch of songs, and I'm like, what the heck? You were talking about that certain falling up sound, which is obviously is very clear when you hear the music. Right. But you're right, because I think you were always surprising people, because each of the albums really had a different flavor. Yeah, yeah. But you know, out of those releases, were there certain songs that really meant a lot to you? Um, yeah, you know, usually only a couple songs that I kind of held a little bit closer. I think that they were a sound that I had in my head, and with Falling Up, I always had this like feeling of a sound I wanted to do. I think the songs that got closest to it were the ones that I was always really excited about. So pretty much on every album, there were like one or two tracks that I held above the others. And when we did Captiva, I had like pretty much a record full of songs that were getting pretty close to that feeling that I wanted to do. But um, what happened was, you know, we had a little bit of some differences with the label when it, they heard the demos that I had done um, of those songs and none of them to them were marketable. And so, you know, I, I just kind of took those songs, stowed them away and I thought, you know, I'm going to save these because this is kind of a feeling that I want to convey with Falling Up, but this record isn't going to work with that. So I switched gears and I wrote different songs um, for Captiva and, you know, we worked out a medium with them. But then I always thought that I was going to go back and take that group of songs and make them into an album. Uh, but I, I never did. Like, Fangs was an entirely different thing. And um, and then, you know, when we became independent, it was just kind of the years built on. And before I knew it, those songs were sort of lost and forgotten. And so with this new album, it was like most of those ideas became the final tracks uh, on our last album. You know, I just was waiting for the right time, and I felt like the last album would have to be the right time because I wouldn't be able to do it after that. Run away, run away, breathe this in the water's way, water's way. Wide awake, wide awake, breathe this in the water's way, water's way. Asking if you are 
man. I've loved that song for a long time. Contact from Falling Up's Dawn Escapes album from 2005. Well, we were talking about when you were on BEC and then going independent. Mm -hmm. So was it really more the creativity issue that was the reason for leaving and becoming independent? It was. You know, uh, I'm working on a book, just sort of my story and my journey with Falling Up. Hopefully I'll be releasing it this next year. Um, Part of it that I'm going to be talking about is sort of the um, feeling that I had with the label when it came to why they signed us in the first place and how we ended up where we ended up because I don't think that it was just simply a creative issue. I think that it was the root of it was that we weren't signed as a band to be where we ended up. Like they didn't see that potential in me as a writer actually when we first got signed they didn't really see anything except for we were like the best out of a bunch of really crappy bands so we weren't like <laughs> oh what a way we to put it <laughs> we weren't really that great we were just like better than the average local band and the label was switching over from you know having a bunch of bands that just weren't touring to they were only wanting to sign bands that were like ready to go and ready to tour so combination of us being the best out of a bunch of local bands and then us saying yeah we'll, we'll do whatever like we'll tour for as long as you want us to so we got signed and then that first record the energy on it i think was what caught people's attention and i mean we were the hardest touring band on the label we toured essentially for a year straight and we were just like so eager and then you can feel that on the album i think that that's where the initial success came from you know, but me as a songwriter and create creatively, I wasn't quite where I wanted to be and I was growing. So over the course of years, I grew into the skin that I'm in now. And even though I'm still evolving and still growing and stuff. Um, but I think that where, you know, around things where I was and where they could tell I was going was something that they realized they didn't sign, you know, they, they signed, the band back then that was just eager to tour and was doing what we were doing back then but they didn't sign a bunch of developing artists you know a lot of bands are in the position that we are in because the label signed them for different reasons than what they believed that they got signed for so that's really what i feel it came down to and less of just the fact that i was trying to be very creative and they were stifling that because i think that they were always wanting something creative just something that works within the creative realm that they felt was you know the market that worked from the box that they were trying to put you into yeah yeah i mean it it does boil down to like here's this box and we're going to fit you in um it makes sense logistically and business you know it's like that makes sense to me i'm not mad at them for that because it's like they found a product that worked and then one of their you know, employees was just like fighting the product. (laughs) And I I guess it makes sense. If we were signed by a different label and they saw whatever weird potential I was becoming and they were interested in nurturing that, then I think we would have been in a better spot with a label, you know.
films are really interesting because so many of them carry a theme or a concept. Mm -hmm. But how do you find that in the writing process? I mean, isn't that a hindrance? Um, It ended up being a hindrance at the beginning of um, Fangs, at the beginning of um, Your Sparkling Death, and then this album. Because I felt like I wanted to have this like consistent story within it but I, I think people try to force a concept album or even a story within an album into um it has to be a perfect story and then you can just you know feed off of that and write music to it but you're not writing a musical you're you're writing an album and that's a journey in itself because every time i pick up bands albums regardless of how they write it or what their intentions are i listen to it as a journey i start from the beginning and, and then it end it and sometimes it's like well if it doesn't um, follow any kind of that i can tell fluid theme that's fine, but I sort of have my own feelings that I get from it and kind of journey that I get from this album. Because um, I, I never listen to records, just one song here, one song there. I listen to them from front to back because I like the experience of it. And so that's kind of how I had to look at when we went in to do these projects was put away that story and that idea and save it for a book or save it for a short story or whatever and try and achieve something that pulls from just a a general concept and a general idea and then from there the story is pieced together so i think stephen king has this quote where he talks about that there's a pool that we all go down to and cast our nets in that's kind of what my feeling was is like i had this pool of just a feeling and, and a concept and an idea like big and vast and it's got a lot in it a lot of fish in there but i just kind of cast my nets whenever i write a song and pull up a couple pieces and then before i know it it's like i've got quite a bit of fish from this lake and it works as a story but nothing ever is fluid you know because i i don't want it to be like reading a book i want it to be like listening to an album and you listen differently than you read and i just felt like a story works differently when you're trying to do it musically than with words. Here's another classic from Falling Up, Good Morning Planetarium. After that, we're going to shift our focus onto the band's final album. The fight is over now The bright lights turn Somehow The strength Is anybody out there? It's cold and 
about mysteries sometimes lyrically you're a mystery <laughs> because you know very cryptic very cloaked but why not be obvious and just lay it all out for people you know i i have a lot of um songs and even some of them that i ended up changing the lyrics to um that were really honest with things i mean i think that there's two versions of that there's like the honest song that's just about something that I've been through or something that I feel strongly about or whatever. So I tell people, oh, this and this is this relationship that failed and that this is what the song's about. You know, there's that side of things which I never infused into falling up like that directly because I felt like I sort of missed that boat at the beginning. And I realized that we weren't telling stories like that um, and I wasn't being like transparent to that degree. So, but then there's the idea of, okay, well, here's the story directly. Like, you know, this character does this and this person goes to this place or whatever. Um, but even that, like I said, I, I felt like it, it was less of lyrically for me to try and tell a story. I feel hindered with that versus like a poem where you are able to just say lines and they imply things, but you don't really know directly what they imply. So. Both of those ideas and ways of writing music, you know, the completely emotional experience way, and then the this is the story way, I feel like I wanted to just stay right in the middle of it where you can feel emotions from having experience in life and things that happen to me, but then you can also feel this sort of just otherworldly, you know, imaginative land that kind of blends in with it. And it really is just the fiction of our lives and, and how that kind of blends together. but. Lyrically, the only way to achieve that is to never be consistent with things. And I couldn't say direct things, but then I couldn't also say too indirective things because mm. I felt like I would be teetering on one side or the other. And so that's where a lot of times I, I would just blend things together. Um, I felt like making up words, but also making up ways of saying things kind of achieved that feeling because... I like to take a sentence that is said in a normal way and then you just switch around some of the words so it's still the same sentence but you're not saying it in a clear way and it, it's almost like you, you never really quite learned grammar. I've gone as far as like putting spelling errors in our songs. I mean, things. That album is chock full of spelling errors and you know, I look through it and it makes me cringe when I'm reading them. I'm like, oh wait, that's right, I did that on purpose people will comment and they say, man, I don't know what is up, but like, 
things has a lot of mistakes in it. But <laughs> it's so awesome because I love that idea of it because, you know, people are like more aware of grammar and I think it's simply because of spell check, but um, people are just like on that record. Like, dude, there are so many like mistakes in this. And it's like, I, I get a kick out of it. I love that feeling of people not knowing if like we even speak English and we just kind of learned like a weird version of English and then wrote songs, you know? So you're trying to say that you have succeeded at your English as a second language class. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially what it is.
got to talk about the new self-titled final album for Falling Up. That's the prettiest and smoothest sounding album you guys have ever done. Oh, thank you. Once again, so your intentions aren't all that clear, but did you have a certain aim for this final album? I think the aim was to not be clear about it. You know, we, we had talked um, as a band and, and the guys were asking me, you know, if this was going to be the last album where we just are able to say whatever we're feeling honestly, truthfully, or was it going to be an album about our journey as a band, you know, like kind of hidden in context of, you know, what we went through. And But I, I really felt after I sat down and thought about it for a while that like I wanted to leave our fans with something that doesn't end. Our journey has always been the next step and it's always evolved. And so I wanted this album to feel like it didn't quite end. And it just sort of like went out into space and it has this world that you can kind of pick things from, but nothing was like you could put your finger on with this record. And so that's the only like goal that I had when I went into to doing it was like, as long as I'm not doing anything that's direct and nothing purposeful, you know, there is a story in it and it's a pretty cool one, but I just can't bring myself to tell people what it is because it's like a funnel, you know, it's like, I just can't like cap that. I, I just, I like this kind of infinite funnel that just is going to keep happening with this album and then drawing in our other albums to it. And people can listen to, you know, for a long time instead of just being like, Oh yeah, this album's about this. You know, it's like, I just felt like I wanted to not end the band by ending it. <laughs> well, and not ending, I was wondering at points listening to falling up if it was ever going to end it's a crazy yeah. long album. I yeah. mean, over an hour long. And many of the songs are in the five to seven minute range. Yep. Yeah. I had to kind of wheel back myself at a certain point because I always would get into this with albums. And you can tell on our EPs, like Houseful of Caverns, I just kept going on it. And I, I just felt like, oh, I'll do something else and something else. And <laughs> once I'm in that mode, I just keep adding. That's not always a good thing. I feel like for the most part, I've been able to stop myself in time before it just gets out of control. But with this album, I didn't get to do any of that because I had already written a lot of songs. There was actually 14 that I had written. And then um, we were talking about, okay, well, let's try and whittle it down. But as we whittled it down and I was like, okay, there's also going to be transitions and I'm going to mess with those other two songs and just see if we can turn them into transitions. I had like six or seven transitions on my computer that I was like working on. And then I realized I was like, it's just going to be way too long, like way too much. And so we just had to stop it. And I was like, let's just keep the 12 songs. So it was going to be even longer, <laughs> which is crazy. The things that you hear are the things that are here forever now And the words that I write are the words that they don't want you to hear Cause if I were in the house they were born There's a space under the boards And the space is a place that their bodies are laid forever They were speaking in voices hushed and whispered
that the self-titled has really summed up the art of falling up i do i mean i don't think that that could ever be fully accomplished you know and i think that that's sort of what kept us from getting this album done um earlier in the year simply because i think that i was looking at it like a conclusion and and try to wrap everything up and just show like all that we could do because I was even thinking oh maybe I could go back and like put in some things with the very first songs we did or like you know put in something with bittersweet like how I how I could turn that into like an ending and and it was like that was too big of a thing that really you know we didn't set out with that in mind so like you know the, the idea of okay back in you know 2003 when we released 
crashings was like I wasn't thinking about like 10 or 12 years from now I'm gonna like end it the way that I started it like I didn't think that so I just felt like that's too big of a thing to try and do and so in a way I don't feel like this album really is the conclusive thing that is appropriate for our band I just think that that was an impossible thing to try and achieve you know when you're up
The Woodworker from Falling Up's self-titled album. I don't have anywhere near all of the band's music, so tonight you've only heard a small part of what they've got to offer. Be sure to check into their music on iTunes and Bandcamp. And be sure to go to theantidoteradio.com to hear our complete conversation with Jesse. On our next episode, you'll hear the best metal album of 2014 as Garrett Russell of Silent Planet comes to The Antidote to talk about their full length, The Night God Slept. It deals with social and historical issues from an intellectual viewpoint. It's brilliantly unusual. For this night, we have one last song from the Falling Up album, In the Woodshop, and some final thoughts from Jesse Rabordi. Well, Jesse, for Falling Up, this is it. Yeah. Do you have any last words you want to give? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I don't know. That's too much pressure. Um, you know, something profound. Something profound. <laughs> um, oh, man. I don't know. I don't really have too many profound things that I could talk about other than um, I always felt with our band and just the way that we have presented ourselves, we never stopped growing and questioning and trying to do something new. And I think that whatever you're doing, like if you're an entrepreneur or not, or if you, um, you know, have any kind of creative ideas or things that you do creatively, I think that what you have to ask yourself is, are you taking a chance? Are you risking, you know, are you staying up at night and wondering if what you are doing is worth it or if it's going to be received the way that you hope it will be received? Um, I think that if you're doing something creative that doesn't have this unsafe feeling to it, um, then it's not really that creative because you have to always come from a place of insecurity to really achieve something that is creative and makes you wonder and makes you think, you know? Um, It's not about money, it's just about are are you comfortable with the shoes that you're in? Because I don't think that that ever changes. I think that you have to always feel unsafe and stuff. But also, maybe just on a shorter note, I just challenge people to never stop having wonder for the things around you. Those questions and that mystery and that wonder of things that aren't boring and things that aren't plain and things that aren't like set in stone and it's just the idea of being able to open up your mind and just create a world that is engaging and and interesting and I just think that imagination is one of the things that brings us closest to God because he is a creator and he has created creators you know so I feel like we kind of have that in common with him when we do it. Jesse thanks a lot for this this has been really cool and uh, best of luck with the final album. Thank you so much. And thanks for thanks for having me on. So